Hi, this is Mike Morales, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode from the Tequila Aficionado Archives. Hi, you're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on TequilaAficionado.com and Tequila Aficionado Media. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio, and and that guy over there is Max Headroom. <laughs> Rick Levy, the Lost Explorer in San the Diego. Lost. <laughs> yeah, the Lost Explorer. If, if you're wondering what we're doing with these with these 3D glasses, we're we're gonna we're gonna be tasting and and discussing. I can't even get these things on to stay on. <laughs> Hang on, man. I have really short ears. Uh, this yes, this is the Lost Explorer. See that? See how that works? Lost Explorer, and and this is a. a uh, this is a very strange uh, packaging. You, boy, you look really weird. Those buttons down here, everything is in 3D. <laughs> it's got this little book. I got to take these off. I can't yeah, see anything without my glasses. Starting to screw things up. It, it's got this little booklet and, and 3D glasses. And I thought I hadn't opened it. I mean, I hadn't opened the, the, the glasses. I thought, I thought there was like POS material here, right? No, it's just it's just pictures of just for fun. A <laughs> yeah, but everything's like right in your face. Obviously, it's it's kind of it's kind of nifty. I haven't seen these since we were kids. You know, um, uh, I, I there were some really fancy ones at Disney when, when we got to see when we uh, stood in line for Captain EO years and years ago. Uh, but anyway, this is a mezcal, right, Rick? Yeah, Hoven. A Hoven Mezcal. This is a medley, by the way. Uh, it is Espadín and Tobala. Yeah, the uh, Tobala was uh, harvested from the wild, and the Espadín was cultured. Okay. Do do we know? Uh, do we know what the percentages are as far as one versus the other? We don't. We don't. Okay. There. I, what we do know is that this is a this is a high proof, Rick. This is going to be your first high proof mezcal, at least at least with me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, really slick packaging though, kind of nice, yeah. very clean, very simple. I like it. And uh, the box that it came in when they shipped it was pretty cool. You know, a lot yeah. of attention to detail with the uh, shipping labels. It's, uh, it's pretty it just cool. so like something that uh, you know you might have been out um, exploring and you know maybe you had to call this in and they dropped it from a plane and <laughs> now you can enjoy some refreshing mezcal while you're climbing a mountain or tromping through the jungle. It's reserves, right? Uh, did you see where it says established 2025? Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't know what the, even the even the slogan says "Live curiously." So I, I'm very curious about some of the stuff in here. Uh, and this is this a 90 proof, 45 ABV? Um, está envasado de origen San Pablo, Huixtepec, Oaxaca, Mexico. So that's where it's coming from. I am from. so glad you read that. <laughs> I, I, my Zapotec is not like it used to be, but you I know, butchered that. What? So what the, what let me tell you what I found out about this. Okay, you discovered the you discovered the Lost Explorer. <laughs> yeah, well, the Lost Explorer is a new lifestyle brand 
created by David de Rothschild. Really? And yeah, those are the uh, Rothschilds of the uh, famous banking family. No so kidding. David is an adventurer and an environmentalist, um, an eco-adventurer, and he wanted to create a lifestyle brand. And so he has a brand built around, you know, the things that he finds on his travels. And okay. one of the things he wanted to include, you know, there's a lot of clothing and, uh, you know, different apparel and accessories. Um, but something he wanted to include from the beginning with it was a mezcal. And so he worked with a first-generation self-taught master mezcalero, uh, Don Fortino Ramos Florian, uh, who has been making mezcal for over two decades. And apparently he uh, has made some pretty interesting spirits. Wow. Okay, so this is not his first rodeo, apparently. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, by, by the way, the, it is dipped in wax, and you may have remembered that I, I this is this was actually what I pulled last week from. Uh, <laughs> we won't even go into that. That that was another tequila that we were uh, dealing with. But I got my wax. I got my wax seals mixed up. This is the wax seal that's on this mezcal. Yeah. Uh, and it has the Lost Explorer logo for the brand. Yeah, um, not a whole lot of bubbles for a high for for a high concentration. Um, oh, there mess. you go. Yeah, we got some. Um, so in the in this initial in this initial batch that they made, this is the inaugural batch. Uh, they made nine hundred bottles. Wow. So it's a uh, you know very small batch, limited edition. And um, another thing that uh, David wanted to do, apparently, with the Lost Explorer brand is to, um, to uh, create the brand in a very sustainable, environmentally friendly way, to the point where even with, um, I guess, some of their clothing, they're like culturing their own fibers, possibly, you know, it might actually be to that extent. They're trying to have um, apparently, uh, you know, zero impact on the environment uh, while they're creating this. And they're also trying to uh, do things like, um, you know, preserve the uh, um, artisanal crafts of the uh, various areas that they visit. So, so this uh, uh, Rothschild gentleman is, is a, a philanthropist then, um, I would assume. Entrepreneur, philanthropist. <laughs> Yeah, entrepreneur, a uh, rich guy that likes to travel. <laughs> you know, uh, that's how that's how these that's how these lines begin. You know, what lands. It, what it reminded me of, I actually went to the Lost Explorer website, and I was exploring it. And you know, they have a catalog, and then they have like a little lifestyle magazine section, and they actually have this really cool trippy video um, that uh, shows the production process for uh -huh. the uh, for the mezcal but it you know is like this trippy story at the same time so you, you really gotta you, you you have to wear your your 3d glasses to, <laughs> yeah the video it. wasn't in 3d but it was very highly produced uh, you know when he put together the brand you know he got he got top creatives in on it and so there's a you know there's a big budget behind this brand um, no 
But uh, where was I going with this? I, I don't know. I, 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 was oh, so I was on the website and I was checking out the magazine and the catalog. And uh, do you remember watching Seinfeld in the 90s? Yes. Oh, and oh, yeah. Elaine Bennis was an editor for a lifestyle catalog, the J. Yes. Peterman catalog. Yeah, the J. And that's what this kind of reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> it's the puffy shirt. <laughs> Maybe I should have worn my puffy shirt. I don't know. Uh, well, let's let's see how the juice tastes. I mean, you know, it, it's really pristine. I mean, I I, it is. I love the the packaging and the labeling is very clean. Yeah, the bottle reminds me of like um. And, you know, like an old apothecary bottle or something. Well, look at you. If you look at the back, it looks like there's a there's another design there that you could if you looked at it through your glasses, you probably could get it to bounce, jump out at you. you yeah, know? there's some of the 3D images from that book uh, imprinted on the back side of the labels. Well, this is a, a cork and it's dipped in red wax. Uh, it is a a, uh, a wooden top. This real cork there, Rick. It's it doesn't look like it's a pressed uh, hybrid. It's it looks like real cork. I am going to use the Glencairn whiskey blended glasses, and you're going to use the uh, the the uh, Chisholm Trail glass. Yeah, I have my Chisholm so, Trail mezcal Jarritos. Jarritos, the the hybrid. That were actually, actually the first prototype. We're supposed to be getting uh, uh, some more updated versions here shortly. So in Another the meantime, it's well, we've we certainly been enjoying these. They're, you know, they're for what they are. Even though the prototypes, Rick, um, I was really impressed. And you know how I love to use this glass, particularly with mezcal. So, um, and it does because it doesn't take a whole lot of of, of a sample to get any kind of. A, uh, any kind of nose and 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 uh, and flavor profile. It appears to have a really nice viscosity to it. It's hanging on the glass. Yep. You got some nice legs and tears. Strong, pungent nose. This is this is more of a traditional uh, mezcal that I'm that I'm familiar with. Yeah, it's back to the uh, traditional smoky profile. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's also uh, not not knowing which of the uh, of the agaves were 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 nosing, uh, it smells almost like straight espadine. So it's so it's hard it's hard to know without knowing the 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 blend the 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 percentage of the blend. It's hard to know how much of either is in this batch. But I would say it's the certainly fragrant. Yeah, I I would say the majority of it was probably espadine. Yeah, I'm enjoying the agave nose. There is the uh, there is the uh, the smoky profile. It's kind of almost like a buttery nose. You know that? Yeah, it is. You know, it's like warm and soft. And then there's uh, there's 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 earth. Also, you can uh, a little bit down further. You can you can get a little bit more of a. a I get earth, you know. I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting like wet cement or anything, but it's more like. I and we've like been, uh, you know, we've been uh, reviewing a lot of mezcals that uh, have been made in almost the uh, the same kind of uh, way that tequila is made. Um, but this, you know, they've actually gone to the earthen pit in order to bake the agaves for this. 
Well, you saw the video. I, I, I've looked, I've scanned through some of the pictures, which are probably based on the video anyway, and it looks pretty rustic. The palenque, where they're making this, looks looks very rustic, very traditional. Yeah, yeah like you hear the stories about uh, about uh, you know finding the best mezcal. You're tromping up into the <laughs> into Today. the mountain with your plastic jug to go and get filled from the local guy who makes it. So uh, they say uh, it's cooked in earthen ovens, uh, Tahona ground, fermented in open-top wood barrels with ambient native yeasts, and then double distilled in a copper alembic still. Wow. I got to try it. I got I to gotta go in for it. Wow. That's a solid agave punch. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not bad. I, I expected it to be a little bit more, um, um, a, a little bit more aggressive than it really is. Um, this, this, you know, I, maybe, maybe one, uh, one agave complements the other. You know, to get some sort of a of a balance, or to keep the edge off. They get what I call the sometimes I call it the gaminess from from being too overpowering. Because when you could go when you go strictly espadina at a high ABV, or strictly tobala, which you and I have had at eighty proof, but we've never had tobala at a higher proof. At least yeah. not. And sometimes the, the the higher proof makes it a bit more gamey. You know, you you get a whole lot more agave. This is this is. For a high ABV, I'm I'm surprised it's not as as aggressive as I thought it would be. Because the nose is is very fragrant. It is. It has a you know it's easy on the entry, but then um, you know and uh, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of butteriness on the entry, and then you know there's just just this big pepper effect that grows into the finish. And I get um, the the uh, the palate coating. Is is the the umo the, the smoke, but it's but it's pleasant. It's not you know it's not like uh, like somebody just burned a tire. Or yeah, like <laughs> it's not that that acetone. It doesn't hit you like a tire fire. Yeah, it doesn't hit you like a tire fire. But it, but it actually it clings to your to your palate. Um, the only thing I can I can I what I can relate it to, and and this may not be relatable to you, but for those of us who like cigars. You know when you when you do it when when you enjoy a cigar you have that cigar on your palate and and usually what I'll try and do is have like a cup of coffee or or espresso with my cigar because one cleanses the palate for the other but without without any palate cleansing you have it's it's odd you have the the smoke coating your palate as if I had just inhaled a cigar you know that that was made out of agave or something. I don't know. I, I know it's a strange. Let's put it this way: if you were a cigar, if you, if, if I were to describe what a cigar, so smoking a cigar is like, I would say, drink this, and let it sit on your palate for a little while, and then you know the after effect because because it, it's on my palate right now. It's it's as if I had smoked an agave myself, you know, or <laughs> something, something herbal. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm enjoying the finish. You know, it has a nice wet finish to it. Yeah. This is 
wow, this is really well made for a for a medley for a espadín slash tobola. Yeah, wow. and you know I'm you know gradually getting into mezcals, and uh, you know I'm well, really enjoying this despite the smokiness. So this is our, this is our uh, our first high proof mezcal, you and you and I, because mm -hmm. the ones the mezcals that we've had in the past have all come in at eighty proof. They were they were scorpion and the scorpion. We've done no. every varietal that they have, and we just fell all over ourselves. But in the back of my head, I'm going, yeah, but wait till Rick has something at the higher. Level. I know, I know. You know. Early on, early on, um, before you know, long before uh, all of these scorpion and escorpion, I had dipped my feet into mezcal with some Del Maguey. and you know that the smoky profile really hit me upside the head on, uh, you know, whichever one that I had had. And so that had kind of turned me off a bit. I'm not sure if because I've been easing back in slowly or just, you know, because this is so well done. But, you know, the smokiness isn't bothering me at all. You know, it's just enough to enjoy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really impressed. I think they balanced the smoke because I have had, had a few that have been a higher proof with a, and I agree with you. Sometimes the smoke is overwhelming. If you're not prepared for something like that, it could catch you completely off guard. Especially if you're if if you've been doing a lot of tequila or a lot of aged tequilas. But this is really something. This is got this a nice is, balance of uh, of sweet, citrus, smoke, earth, mineral, water. a little bit of mineral. Yeah, this is really well done. I I'm. I'm really impressed with, you know, because there's one thing. Again, we always say never, tr never, never judge your tequila or mezcal by its packaging, and this is really slick. It's a, it's slick and simple, but it really is worthy of uh, of picking up, especially if you're looking to explore, uh, you know, mezcals at a higher proof. Right. Well, I have something you might judge this on. Okay. <laughs> Let's, let's hear it. Uh, the prices I found are currently between uh, 160 and 170 dollars a bottle. So you know we're used to paying more for mezcal than tequila. Right. Um, you know it is made in smaller batches. It's harder to make. Um, but uh, you know with this, I think a part of it is you know you're paying for this lifestyle brand, um, but also. Uh, I'm sure they're having a, a close eye to uh, sustainability and, you know, the impact on the environment. So, you know, hopefully that is baked in there as well. I, I, it would, I would imagine that it is. I, I'm, I'm sure many of the profits go back to the, to, you know, to the, the region and, and the sustainability of the Palenque. And, and uh, I, you know, I'd have to do more reading on on the lost explorer and, and what exactly the um, uh, the gentleman is after. I haven't seen the video or anything like that, but um, just judging from you know from the bottle, uh, I I think it's a I think it's a worthy addition. I am not sure I'm not sure that the pricing for a medley would would justify that kind of pricing. I you know. You're going to have to make up your own mind uh, because they're, they're bottles of Del Maguey or, or other mezcals that, that use one plant 
and you're paying that much and you think to yourself well yeah but it's just it's just that one and it's coming from a certain region from a certain you know maker um well i would I, think that adding the tobala would actually probably increase their cost yeah yeah but you know and and there are other medleys that, that for instance el silencio that comes in at, at 80 proof and that's a medley of, of three different uh, agaves so yeah. i don't know you know I, well I, like the uh the fidencio uh tobala is goes for around 130 uh, Del Maguey has a has a Tobala for 120, um, and then uh, Del Maguey Espadine Especial uh, around 100. How much did you say this bottle is going? This is going uh, between 160 and 170. I found it at High Time for 160, and at Old Town for 170. Wow. And then I think it's also being sold somewhere in Beverly Hills. <laughs> the brand is based. The brand is based out of Venice Beach, Los yeah, Angeles. You know, yeah, but that's that. That's just that's chump change <laughs> for people yeah. like. Well, that I you know, but I will say, Rick, I I'm impressed. I think I think uh, a brand of promise nominee. I love the packaging. Yeah, I love. I love the profile. Uh, yeah, the profile is really good. And uh, this is a medley, so we'll we'll definitely make it a point to 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 put it in in that category because I don't, you know, some of the mescals that we've had, almost all of them, have been one plant, you a know, single species, single species. So uh, as a medley, I I'm really impressed. You know, if you got a like hundred, yeah, I'm you a big a, fan of Espadine, and you know, I think the Tobola would pair well with it. Yeah, uh, well, I, we love Tobola, you know, and and uh, there's a Tobola you and I are, are going to taste when we finally get out there. But uh, yeah, I think I think Brand of Promise nominee in that in that uh, medley category at a, at a higher proof. It's called the Lost Explorer, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get lost without it. <laughs> uh, go to their website and watch the video for the mezcal. I think uh, I think the web address is thelostexplorermezcal.com. If you just go to the Lost Explorer, you get like the magazine and the catalog, and but for the spirits, it, 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 it's like trippy. El, pretty soon, LL Bean and and <laughs> you know and Lands End Mescal. Don't be surprised. Yeah. It could be it could be the next thing. You know, every, everybody's coming up with their lifestyle lifestyle mescal, yeah. which is an oxymoron. What would LL Bean's spirit be like? Apple brandy or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Or maybe vodka with all the potatoes, the surplus of potatoes. Yeah, uh, straight from Idaho. I, I don't know. Well, uh, but but Maine, you know, you get your, Maine is you, known for its potatoes. You get your you get oh really okay yeah. you, you get your you know you, you get your 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 uh, branded jacket you know and it comes with a with a mescal for your you know a pocket for your mescal. <laughs> Tastes <laughs> like leather and flannel. Yeah, I know this one doesn't. This is actually. Really quite nice. It's, it's yeah. actually a much lighter flavor profile than I expected. So um, kudos to those guys. I think uh, uh, which which family was this again? The Vanderbilt uh, Rothschilds. The Rothschilds. Okay, yeah. I, I get all those. <laughs> stuff. You know, I'm waiting for the Rockefeller whiskey, uh, but you know, anyway, 
Uh, congratulations to those guys. I hope that that uh, it becomes a success. You know, uh, I think it's a worthy. We think it's a worthy uh, pickup. Um, you you all decide on the price. You know, if you're watching us on YouTube, down below in the comments, let us know if you've had it and and whether you would pay this much money for it. You know, who knows? Um, but that's our take on the Lost Explorer. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That guy over there is Rick Levy in San Diego. Also known as the Lost Explorer. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe down below uh, at the red button on uh, on YouTube. And, uh, you know, as we like to say here on Tequila Aficionado, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>